is here. So let's let him invade this space and let's worship together in the joy of his water. Oh, I step into your river deep as I feel you move through me and it's here Spirit opens my eyes and my heart comes alive. It's your love bringing me to life. I'm gonna sing it out. There's joy this morning. Oh, there's joy in the waters. Let your river rushing over my soul. I'm free. I'm cleansed. I am made whole. I've been made new. Oh, there's joy in the waters. Let your Rushing over my soul, I'm free, I'm cleansed, I'm made whole, I've been made new. Oh, I you, call my name as your kindness, illuminates you, I give beauty for ashes. Oh, your spirit opens my eyes and my comes alive.
on, do you believe that this morning, church, that he's made us new? Come on, let's give him some praise. Amen. Lord, today we come before you, broken people, seeking your joy, seeking your presence, Father God. Lord, today, may we be the empty vessels that you fill. Lord, we come before you knowing that you have miracles for us today. God, we just want to soak in your presence. I would encourage you right now to just find a posture of worship, whether that be lifting your hands, whether it be kneeling. Focus in on who he is and what he has for you. Let nothing else distract. For he's here and so full of grace for us. There is pieces broken and scattered. In mercy gathered, mended and whole, empty handed, but not forsaken. I've been set free, I've been set free. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved. Take our weakness. You set your treasure in jars of clay. So take this heart, Lord.
Amazing grace. Lord, we thank you for this morning. We thank you that you're present here. Lord, we thank you that we can walk beside you and that you are our shepherd, Lord. Thank you for giving us this spirit of wonder, Lord, that we can just look upon you with, with fresh eyes daily. In Jesus' name.
church. We're ready to worship this morning. Come on, we're ready to worship this morning. Let's have some fun, yeah? Have you ever seen the wonder and the glimmer of her sight? As her eyes begin to open and the blindness meets the light. Come on, church. If you have so seen, I see the world in light. I see the world in wonder. See the world in life bursting in living color. I see the world your way, and I'm walking in. Have you ever seen the world in your second life? Come out of the world. So say, I see the world in life, I see the world in wonder, I see the world in life, bursting in living color, I see the world your way, and I'm walking in life. I see the world your way. See the world in love, I see the world in love. 
morning, everybody. Good morning. Thank you, sir. That's awesome. Man, isn't it wonderful to be inside in the air conditioning? More than blessed, man. I mean, this is cool to see. This is just. What's your name? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> what would we do without our wives? My name is Abel, and this is my lovely bride, Tanya. I Go ahead. You, you go first. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> we are so excited to be here today. And and it's actually extra special this morning because today marks one year that Abel and I have became Living Stones Church. And our first service. <laughs> and um, It's been. I actually didn't think about it till right this moment. <laughs> it's kind of, it's a lot. But um, it's been it's exciting. It, it's been a, let's just be real. Last year was last year. You know, there's a lot of words I could use for last year. Uh, last year, there was so much transition and change and ups and downs and emotions of joy and sorrow and depression and mourning and celebration. And to sit here now and look at last year being the first year here at Living Stones and looking at what we've been able to do in the midst of a pandemic to get us to this point, I'm, I can't even express how excited I am for what the next 12 months are going to look like. I think for myself too, right, you transition into something and you don't exactly know what's going to happen, right? But being able to serve here at Livingstone Church together with my husband and my children has brought us to a whole different level than we've been in a very long time. And I'm so excited to see what happens in the future. And just to, just to be empowered and honored and loved as people is a great feeling. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're going to get into our tithes and offering. And with all of that, my phone With all of that, right, it's exciting to see what God does, right? And we're part of something that's amazing. And the amount that this church is able to bless and give and love people is extraordinary for the size of our church, right? And, um, and in Luke 6, 38, it says, Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will put into your lap. But the measure you use will be measured back to you. And, and it's so awesome to know that you're giving with a purpose, Right, And not a purpose just to benefit the church, this church, but to benefit people in general, right? And, and it's so, like, freeing to give openly with joy because you know that lives are going to be impacted. And I just challenge you to just give with joy, you know, and, um, and pray. So, and it's so great to see people passing buckets. I'm like, what's happening? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that it was happening, but we haven't seen it in over a year. <laughs> so... Um, but God, we just thank you. We thank you for the amazing things that you have done this year. And we thank you for bringing Abel and I to just be able to um, just worship and serve and be a part of Living Stones Church. And um, for this tithes and offering, God, we just ask that you multiply it, you bless it, and that whatever is done here on out is done in your name and to give honor and glory to you. And we just thank you and we honor you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, if this is one of your first times joining us, whether you are here in person or online, we're super excited that you're here. If it is one of your first times and you're in person, though, you do get a little special treat. Uh, so head over to the yellow uh, the There's no, no more yellow tent. Head over to the other <laughs> side of the, the black box there, and we got a special little treat for you. Um, this week, we got a lot going on, guys. So youth, all right, so we have our incoming sixth graders. Come on. That's coming up. So on the 
11th. The 11th, we have a parent meeting. For, so if you have a kid that's coming out of elementary school and officially entering that middle school, sixth grade, uh, you have a meeting with Mama Jan and us and the team. And then the students' first actual youth will be on Tuesday, the 13th. I know a lot of them are looking forward to it. Um, on Thursday, well, youth, we have this Tuesday. That's going to be at Mama Jen's house. Thursday, we have Women's Sisterhood. Yeah. Um, Ladies' Night Out, by the way. So. They are really excited about going. <laughs> 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 <Come on>. uh, <laughs> sorry, that was me. Uh, then Men's Breakfast, we have it this Saturday at the When and If Ranch. Um, if you haven't had an opportunity to head up to the ranch to serve, it is a, it's just cool. It's awesome. It's actually, uh, Pastor Keith, correct me if I'm wrong, it's, there's opportunities to serve from Thursday through Sunday, Saturday, Thursday through Sunday, and then Saturday specifically the men's breakfast. So if you can only make it up to that, that's great. Uh, many hands make light of the work. And Monday, if you're not doing anything. So uh, it's just a blessing being up there, guys. If We live like in the city-ish, right? Um, and if you've ever been anywhere to like Texas, Montana, somewhere that has like beautiful, just peaceful, serene, that is like the Texas, Utah, Montana version of California. It's just, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's beautiful. You don't really have self-service, but you'll survive. Um, and it's a great opportunity to go bless a ministry that is blessing so many different lives. And with that, if you, like, want to go and you're like, I can't do hard work. Like, I can't, like, I have a hurt foot and probably need surgery and all of this stuff. But you can go and just serve the people that are serving, right? There's meals that have to be made and clean up after meals and things like that. But it's a great opportunity, especially this week, to go as a family and just serve together. Um, we'll be doing that Thursday with all of our six children. <laughs> so you can join us then. And... Um, and then on your chairs, there is this little flyer, and it says treasure, discovering your priceless to God. And um, VBS is happening July 19th through the 23rd, and we are super excited. I believe there's like over 60 kids already registered, and there's about 50 volunteers. Well, we need like double the volunteers because we're expecting like triple the kids. So if you want to volunteer in any capacity, there's tons of ways for you to do that. And then if you can just take this flyer, and if you have a neighbor that has kids or you have a friend that has kids, VBS is completely free. So there's no pressure of, like, inviting them to something that they have to pay for. This you know? is huge, by the way. <laughs> the fact that they're that we've been in ministry since we were – since I was 18. <laughs> I went to ministry school when I was 18, right? Uh, together we've been in ministry school since we were – or in ministry since we were about 20, 21. Yes. Uh, and those – 14 years, I've never seen a church not charge for VBS. Th this is huge. Th I mean, the life change, the seeds that are planted are priceless in general, but literally the fact that no one has to worry about coming up with anything is a blessing. That all comes to you guys and being faithful in your giving. So thank you. Yes. And let's see what else we got. Oh, TCM. What is, oh, I'm like, what is my announcement on TCM? <laughs> but I got it. So TCM, if you all know, is an orphanage in Mexico, and we are going to be partnering with them just like we do for Christmas, right? We get a little tag, and it says what they need, but this is specifically for back to school. Um, we don't have the tags yet, and when we get them, it's going to be a very quick turnaround, but if you're at the store and you see, like, glue sticks and paper and color pencils and all those things, if you want to start gathering them, because it's going to be basic school needs that are on there, and kind of specific because they go to a school that they have to do certain things and wear uniforms and all of that. And then for VBS, we're going to be raising money um, to buy them all shoes. So it's kind of awesome to be partnering with them that way. 
And this is a lot of announcements today, guys. Fourth of July. It's Fourth of July next Sunday. And we are not allowed on this campus on the Fourth of July. They're going to be redoing the entire parking lot, so we can't actually be here. But what we're going to do instead is we are going to have Fourth of July like family service. We're leaving all of this here. So it's going to be like acoustic and just fun hanging out family service at the Punzel's home. But it's by registered only. So that will go out tomorrow, Monday morning, in an email. You have to register so we can know exactly who to expect and all of that. But we're just going to be worshiping and hearing a great message from Pastor Justin (laughs) and just hanging out as a church family. And that's what we got for you all today. So now we're going to welcome Pastor Justin. Appreciate it. How's everybody doing today? There, it's working. It's working now. It's working now. We can get excited. Oh, my goodness. Happy Sunday, everybody. <sighs> Happy Sunday, everybody online. Oh, my goodness. You'll have to forgive me. If, if you enjoy my ADD on a regular Sunday, fireworks were going off all night last night. So it's going to be really fun. Okay. Chelsea's ready for that to spill. There we go. Okay. Awesome. Where are my paper Bible people at? We got some paper Bibles in the house. Ooh, there's a purple one. I like that one. Ooh, that, that is the smallest, most powerful thing I've ever seen. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think the people on camera probably even got to see that tiny Bible. That's amazing. That's amazing. So good. All right. Awesome. You know, I'm so excited. I know that uh, about 40% of our church started coming here about a year ago. And so I'm so excited about that. Happy anniversary. It's good to see you all. I'm glad you're part of the family. For those of you that don't know, we got to merge our our congregations together with another church last year in the middle of COVID, which had no complications whatsoever. Yeah, right. But it was a a good adventure, and I'm so glad to call each other family. This is family. Amen? It's so, so good. It's so, so good. All right. Go ahead and turn in your Bibles to Luke chapter 22, starting in verse 31. And while you're turning there, I have to ask, now this is probably going to be mostly old people in the room like me, but uh, how many of you in here know how to drive stick? Ooh, look at that. Look at that. Now the young people are going like, Dad, you're that old? You had to drive a stick? Like you didn't even get to drive a car? Like you had to drive a stick? For those of you that drive a manual transmission, and do you remember what it was like when you first started driving that manual transmission, right? You would even hear it on the road sometimes. You'll be like, you hear that, and what do you say when that happens? Shift, shift, right? You're like, come on, man, shift, right? There's there's pretty much uh, every teenager that drives a Honda in my neighborhood. I'm sitting there going, shift, buddy. The transmission won't last that long. Come on, somebody, right? Right? It's, say to your neighbor, shift. That is the title of today's message, shift. We all need to shift this morning. Are you ready for a shift? Oh, who, who's here in the revving of the world around you, and you're just going, oh, it's time to shift. It's time to shift. Come on, before something breaks, right? Amen? I'm so excited. It's going to be good. Can somebody shout shift? There we go. That's good. Man, you guys practiced all week long, didn't you? So good. So good. Oh, I didn't even say hi to the people online. Man, they're probably complaining. They're like, he didn't say my name. He's not talking to me today. I'm going to go check out somebody else's service online. 
Misty Flanagan, we're so excited you're here. John Hassler from Oklahoma, I'm excited you're on here watching. So, so good. Heather Brano, the Leppelmans, we hope you feel better very quickly. We love you, we love you. Suzanne Gates, Geraldine Jaramillo, oh my goodness, and Cliff is double dipping. He just gave me my water and yet also watching online because he's probably in the parking lot. Oh, you know, you're still here. Sometimes he's out protecting our cars watching online that way too. So it's so good. So I'm excited. All right, fire it up. Are we ready? People online, are you ready? Uh, let's see. Uh, yep, John Hasser said he's ready. Good, good. We're ready. All right, let's do it. Luke 22, verse 31 says, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you, each of you like wheat. Verse 32, but I have pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail. So when you have repented and turned to me again, strengthen your brothers verse 33, Peter said, Lord, I am ready to go to prison with you, even to die with you. Verse 34, but Jesus said, Peter, let me tell you something. Before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will deny three times that you even know me. Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you for your word this morning. God, teach us how to shift. God, shift into new places, shift into new places with you. God, to see just the fullness of what you want to do here in French Valley what you want to do through Living Stones Church around the world. And so, God, we just thank you today, and we give you the glory for what's all about to unfold. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Where are my note-takers at this morning? We have some note-takers? All right, here's your first point of the day. If you'd like, oh, and if you'd like, you can always do it on, online, too. Do I have some electronic Bible people today? We've got a few of you. Do it on your phone, right? You can go on the Bible app and, and click on that More button. And when you click on the More button, you can go in and look up events and look up Livingstone's Church. All the notes are in there. The exact versions that I'm preaching from are in there. You can take notes in there and save it for later, so it's super cool. And, and if you want, you can get a small group together at your house and go over the message together. There's small group questions at the bottom and a, a link for reading the Bible app with us um, at the very bottom also. So definitely join in there. But here is the first point this morning. I know shifting requires sifting. I know shifting requires sifting. Come on, somebody. Are you ready? Now, the, in this passage right here where, where Jesus is talking to Simon Peter, he, 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 the word sift is sinyaso. Go ahead and say to your neighbor, sinyaso. Sinyaso. Sinyaso is Greek for shift. Are you ready? So we're going to get into our sinyaso, right, in sift, I'm sorry, sift. The Greek word for sifting. And it's, and it's like a sieve. I meant to bring one this morning, and I totally forgot in the midst of doing everything. But does anybody know what a sieve is? Have you ever heard the saying, man, this leaks like a sieve? You've heard that, and some of you are like, some, somebody's like, no, I don't cook anything. I don't know what a sieve is. It's, it's, it's what you use to, to sift things. It's, it's that little the mesh thing that you, you put things in. Is that, you, you know now? You got it, right? So what, what do we call it? A, got a sifter, a strainer. I heard strainer, yeah. Right? So it's all those types of things, right? I like the word strainer. We're going to use that later. Uh, so that's going to be good. But it, a sieve means to remove unwanted materials. Remove unwanted materials. So in the Old Testament, now this is, this is where things get fun. Who likes the Old Testament? Who likes the New Testament? All right, you like them equally. That's good. Isaiah 30, verse 27 says, Look, the Lord is coming from far away. Burning with anger. Oh, this is the stuff that we hear about in churches. Why we don't attend church. We don't want to hear messages like this. Come on, somebody. Somebody give me an amen this morning. Surrounded by thick rising smoke, his lips are filled with fury. Is this talking about God? Goodness gracious. 
His words consume like fire, verse 28. His hot breath pours out like a flood up to the neck of his enemies. He will sift out the proud nations for destruction. He will bridle them and lead them away to ruin. Goodness gracious, that, that's a rough little piece of scripture, isn't it? He's like, he will, he will sift, you know, God will come and clean house is what it used to be. Like, like in the Old Testament, God would just come and clean house. He'd be like, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. So all of you are getting sifted today. <laughs> Anybody excited? Nobody's excited? Okay, you're like, man, this is like the most sinister message I've ever heard on church before in my life. But God would physically go and remove people, remove people and sift them. Isn't that crazy when they're not living out their purpose? This was back in the day. Praise God for the New Testament. Somebody say praise God. Oh, praise God. And this, this, this word was written in Hebrew. Did you, you know that the Old Testament was written in Hebrew and the New Testament was written in Greek? Does everybody know that? Right? So, so we're, we're, we're going we're to get trilingual today. Are you ready? Are you ready? The word, who remembers the word for sift in Greek? Siniaso. Good, good job. Siniaso. Siniaso. And the, the, the Hebrew word for sift is nafaya. 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 Nephiah. Some of you know that as like a girl's name, because that's also a very common girl's name. But it, it actually means in Hebrew, he sifted. Right? And we, we read what that meant, right? What kind of sifting God meant. So if you're thinking of a great girl's name, Nephiah, you know, it could be, could be an awesome one. You know, like he sifted, right? You know, she's going to knock some boys out in her day. You know, it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. God would clean house. And he would take people out. And it was kind of crazy. If they weren't doing what they were created for, they were sifted. <sighs> How many of us know there's some sifting that needs to be done in our lives? Oh, is anybody willing to admit that today? Is this that self-righteous church? Did I come to the wrong church again? No, is this the church full of actual human being type people? that needs some sifting today, right? I know that this pastor right here needs some sifting. I need God to get rid of that unwanted material. Are you with me? Come on. And so in the middle of that, just watching what God can do to end the sifting. We, maybe we need to sift some relationships today. Oh, some, some people need to be removed from our lives. Are you with me? We need to sift some relationships. Maybe some of us need to sift some bad habits. Anybody need to sift some bad habits? Right, right? Maybe, maybe we need to sift some old mindsets, the way we used to think, the way we used to see things. Are you with me? Maybe we need to sift some of that, right? right? Maybe we need to sift some of the old successes. Oh, we've been holding on to some of the same successes for how long? Come on. Sometimes we've got to get rid of good things so we can go on to great things. Are you with me? Right? I know it's like, oh, man, he's talking about all the negative things I need to get rid of. Well, there's some positive things we need to get rid of, too. We need to stop celebrating what happened in high school. Come on. Come on, tell you, just, just nudge your husband right now. You know, those, those high school football days are over, right? Come on, right, right? That, that high school bod, hey, we haven't seen that in years. Come on, somebody, right? right? Yeah, there's some things that need to be sifted. They need to be sifted. Here's point number two. I will embrace the sift to engage the shift. I will embrace the sift to engage the shift. You know, I love in, in this scripture, where, where Jesus is talking to Simon, Peter. Verse 31, he says, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift each of you like wheat. You know what my question would have been right there as Simon Peter? Well, what did you say? Like, the, the, enemy, the, the devil asked if, if we could sift us. Didn't you tell him, no! 
How about not? How about that sounds like a terrible idea? Anybody with me? I'd be, I'd be sitting there going like, so what did you say, Jesus? I mean, like, you know how jacked up I am. We don't need this right now. Is anybody with me? Like, sifting? Come on, that's for my neighbor. That's for this guy right here. That's not for me. Are you with me? Come on. But, but Simon, he, and what I love about this, too, is Jesus already gave him the name Peter. He already gave him the name Peter, but you know what? He might be having to speak to this old man inside of Simon Peter. He says, Simon, Simon, your old way of thinking, your old mindset, the old way you used to do things. We, I need to speak to that guy right now because the devil wants to get rid of some stuff. He's going to mess with you and take some stuff. But you know what? What I love about Jesus is he lets it happen. Jesus says, Jesus says in the next verse, but I have pleaded in prayer for you, Simon. Wait, wait, Jesus, you didn't, you didn't tell him no? You didn't tell him we weren't, we weren't going to do this? Like we were already good, like everything's, you know, totally fine. Remember we had all those things. I walked on water. I mean, come on, right? You know, he says, oh, I prayed for you. Come on, don't you hate it when people do that? Come on, you're like, you're like oh, I'm going through all this stuff. And, and you're really like trying to ask him if you can borrow their truck so you can help move right? But you're just like, oh, just it's so rough, you know, like, oh, I got to rent a truck, and, and they're like, I'll pray for you. Are you with me? Come on, some of you are like, I did that last week, oh, dang it, you know, like, some things need to be sifted, so we can be shifted, right? Come on. But I'm sitting here going like, but I have pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail. So he's going, I know that this is going to be good for you. This sifting needs to happen. We need to get Simon out of here so we can get Peter in. Are you with me? Come on, we need to get that old way of thinking out so we can get the new, the new man, the new woman in right here, right now. Are you with me? For what God wants to do in this place. Come on, can I get a come on this morning? Oh, I need some come on people this morning. I think that's what we need. Who's a come on person? Oh, we have some come on people back there. Oh, that's, that's a good one. Come on. All right, good, good. Somebody said I hadn't been saying come on enough lately, so I was like, I got to get this going. Come on. <sighs> the next part. So when you have repented and turned to me again, Strengthen your brothers. Sometimes the sifting that needs to happen in us isn't even just for us. Sometimes the sifting that happens in us is for the person next to you. Because all of a sudden, God knows that you're going to fall short. God knows that you're not going to make every right decision or every right choice. But he's sifting that stuff out of you. Getting that stuff out. Because he knows that when you come to repentance, come on, somebody say repentance. Oh, that's a good Christian church word. Does anybody like the word repentance, right? Oh, my goodness. It just, doesn't it just get you excited, right? Repentance. Go on. Tell your neighbor repentance. No, you got to say it like that. Repentance, right? right? That's, that's how it gets preached in church. Repent. We're coming to repentance, right? right? It just gets a little crazy up in there. Repentance. When you get to repentance, you'll be able to strengthen your brothers. See, when you figure out at the end of Simon. No more, you, when you can't be Simon anymore. When you get to the end of Simon and you come to repentance going, God, I can't do this by myself. Simon Peter had some of the dumbest ideas ever, right? I mean, this guy, he, he's constantly putting his foot in his mouth. Are you with me? When you get to the end of Simon and you can't get past it, right? You're like, I've done everything I can do. Is anybody getting to the end of yourself? Come on, I, I'm getting to the end of Justin. When Justin can't go any further, when Justin runs out of energy, when Justin runs out of excitement, what's going to happen then? Then Jesus enters in, right? Then we have that transformation from Simon to Peter. Oh, sometimes we just need a little bit of the Simon 
sifted out of us so we can shift into the kingdom. Come on. I want to shift into who Jesus called and created me to be. Anybody else? Just a couple of you. Did you, you, I need to like preach like that crazy person with repentance. Is that what it is? Come on. Who's excited in here this morning? Are you excited? Okay. All right. All right. I'm just checking. Just checking. Are the people online excited? Geraldine says fire, 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 fire. I mean, there's eight fires there. It's a lot of fire. Come on. Ross and Geraldine, we love you, and thank you for the big come on, on online. So good. If you're going to be shifted, you have to be sifted. Come on, somebody. So you can strengthen your brothers. God knows that the sifting is important for our shifting. You know, I, I meant to have that strainer up here so that I could show you sometimes we're carrying so much extra junk around that it's no wonder we can't do what God's called us to do. You ever been so frustrated with God going like, God, you called me to do this, you called me to do that, and it just seems like everything I try goes wrong. Are you with me? But the problem is, is you didn't allow the sifting to be done. We're still carrying around those rocks. We're still carrying around bitterness. We're still carrying around doubt. We're still carrying around fear. We're still carrying around all these things. We're still carrying around hurt. Are you with me? You know you can't go help somebody when you're still carrying around hurt. Oh, it's one of the hardest things to do. You can't do it. So do me a favor. Put your, put your, your sifter out here. Put your sifter out here. You see, now we're, we're shaking it all out. We're getting all the good stuff coming out the bottom. Mm, we're going to make a good pizza later or something. Come on. Cookies. Anybody want some cookies, right? We're going to make some cookies. We're just sifting that flour. But you know what? There's some junk left in there. Just go ahead and go like that. We're just going to leave that in here today. We're going to leave that on the floor. We're going to leave that bitterness on the floor today. We're going to leave that, that self-doubt on the floor today. We're going to leave those, those, those false accusations that came against you on the floor today. We're going to leave all that junk. We're going to leave what the, what the world has told you you have to be uh, right there on the floor. And we're going to start going, hey, God, what else came out of there? There's got to be something good in there, right? right? There's a reason for the sifting so that we can shift into who God's called us to be. Does that make sense? Right? Uh, you, you can't, you know, has anybody ever watched them temper metal? You ever watch that on YouTube? It's, it's fascinating. If you're ever bored and want to watch like three hours of, oh my goodness, them beating the crud out of this metal, and, and then they'd go and melt it again and try to get all the infirmities, all the junk out. And you know why they do that? Because if that metal clangs up against something else with those infirmities in there, guess what happens? It breaks. You know what happens to you when God says, I've called you to greater things, but you take, try to take the old junk with you? You didn't allow the sifting to happen? Right? If, if we don't embrace the sifting, we'll never see the shifting. If, but we have to embrace the sifting because those little infirmities, as soon as you hit the pressure of that next season of what God's called you to, oh, if you don't want to break, come on, somebody say, I don't want to break. I don't want to break, God. I don't want to break. Is anybody with me? Come on, are you with me this morning? Do you want to break in the next season? No, good job. I was wondering if you're going to get that or not. You don't want to break in the next season. That means we got to let go of some stuff in this season. The sifting is a good thing. Oh, when those relationships start leaving you and you're going like, oh, where are they going? I love them so much. What's going on? Why is this happening? And we're not going, Lord, I want to embrace the sift. Maybe. Come on. Somebody say maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. That one thing was holding you back from what God wanted you to do next. Come on. Maybe we're trying to hold on to relationships. Hold on to those things that are keeping you from going where God wants you to go. Are you with me? I'm not saying that's always the case. Now, some of us are going like, hey, well, that's my golden ticket. I never have to call that person back. You know? No. 
It's not what I'm saying. Go to the Lord with it and ask him, is this part of the sifting? Because he'll whisper to you in your ear, yeah, you don't need that anymore. That extra stress you've been carrying because of that person, it was never your responsibility in the first place. Come on, it was never your responsibility in the first place. But I'll tell you what, it still hurts, doesn't it? Oh, that sifting. That you've kind of gotten comfortable carrying that weight for a while. You're like, you know, I just know that it kind of sits right between my shoulders right there. And, you know, I just, if I, if I hunker down, I can get through the day and it's going to be all right. And I, I've gotten used to, you know, as, as long as that weight is on my back, I know I'm alive. Oh, we've gotten so used to holding on to the junk when God's like, I want to set you free. I want to set you free. Let go of that stuff. That's why I died on the cross, so you didn't have to carry that anymore. It's time for some sifting in this place. Amen? Amen? Come on, somebody. Yeah, you can clap for that. You can get excited. Come on. Watch out. God's doing something. Woo! You know, we can't carry the burden of leadership when we're still carrying the hurts from people. Mm, we can't carry the burden of leadership when we're still carrying the hurts from people. Mm. Oh, we need that. We need that. We need to, there is a great weight that you're going to carry in this next season of what God wants you to do. But if you're too busy carrying the, 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 the brokenness from the past, you won't have the strength to carry the, the purpose of the future. Are you with me? Oh, my goodness. Come on, guys. Are you letting go of some stuff th- this morning? Are you, are you hearing from the Lord? Is he telling you, hey, you need to let go of that? Come on, he's probably whispering to some people right now. Right now. I love Psalms 139, verse 23. It says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Verse 24, point out anything. Somebody say anything. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me a- along the path of everlasting life. You know, it says, search me, O God. I think it should say, sift me, O God. Sift me, O God. Sift me, O God. Is anybody willing to pray that dangerous prayer this morning? Sift me, O God. Find anything that offends me. Find anything that doesn't bring you glory. Lord God, sift me this morning. Help me to be who you called and created me to be and nothing else. I don't want to carry all those other things with me. I don't have the strength to do it. Are you with me? Oh, my goodness. It's, for some of us, it's been years that we've been carrying the same old stuff into the next season. Uh, we think we need a change of scenery to make things better. But it's not a change of scenery. You've got to change what you're carrying. Are you with me? The, that stuff that was sifted wasn't meant to go in a pouch so you could take it with you and use it later. Are you with me? Come on. The thing is, if you want a change of scenery, you change it by getting rid of the stuff. Not your environment. Your environment will change when you do. Come on. Come on. Your environment will change. You, you, can I tell you something? When I started watering my grass, guess what happened? It turned green. Who knew? I was thinking, you know what, honey, we should probably get a new house because this grass is not green. It looks, I mean, the HOA is not cool with it. No. We should probably just go buy a new house. What do you think? think it's good and housing market's fantastic i mean our house is worth so much more than it but we have to move into a house that's just as expensive okay that's true maybe maybe i just need to water my grass come on how many of us it's it's not the environment that you're in right now that's the problem it's the it's the the person in which is in that environment that might be the problem come on it's not the fact that oh man i've been coming i've been doing this thing for so long and the grass is just 
it's just brown. It's just dead. Everything around me is dead. And then you hear that whisper of the Lord says, when's the last time you watered it? When's the last time you watered that relationship? When's the last time you watered it? Oh, but nobody wants to be my friend. When's the last time you invited somebody to lunch with you? Hello. Hello, somebody. Always waiting for something to happen. Wondering why it's, it's still just dry and dead. And it's not working. And it's not what I expected. I was hoping, right? There's something about that sift where all of a sudden when you start to see things through God's perspective going, wait a minute, if I go and water, what if I watered my neighbor's grass? I could water my grass, but I'm already doing, I could water their grass. What, let's see what could happen there. Right? All of a sudden, the shift changes, and it goes in a completely different direction. Are you with me? That sifting, that change inside of your spirit, inside of your heart, when, when something used to be so much work and so difficult. Back to driving stick for you young kids, right? When you were driving stick in the beginning, you remember how awkward it was? Remember how much you, you prayed more when you first started driving stick? You know what you prayed for? That you wouldn't have to be stuck on a hill. You're like, like, don't let me get stuck on a hill. And if I get stuck on a hill, I pray they know I have a stick shift and they're five, six cars back because I'm about to have to do this. And you're like, like, oh, are you with me? And then something shifts. You're able to shift. You're able to, you're not, you're not thinking about that. You know what you're doing now? You're, you're, you're on the phone, huh? Right, right? You're checking your email. You're eating French fries from McDonald's at the same time while you're shifting, right? It's just doing mascara. Come on, ladies, right? It's like no big thing. Can I tell you something? Right now, the, the season you're in might look so challenging and so difficult, but when you shift, when you begin to be sifted and you shift into that next place, oh, it's going to look so easy. People are going to go like, oh, how'd you ever do that? Well, I had to get started and I had to look awkward and I had to be messed up and I had to I had to I had to get rid of some stuff come on come on we had we couldn't pretend anymore that everything was okay instead we had to be sifted I gave myself to Jesus and he sifted me come on somebody he sifted the junk out of me and he told me who I was he told me who I was I wasn't my past sin I wasn't my past mistakes oh he told me he told me that I was going to speak in front of thousands of people and that they would come to know him Oh, he told me, he told me that, that I'd be a leader of a movement. Come on, what, what is God saying to you this morning? Oh, but we're so busy holding on to our past going, I don't know. I don't think I could do, I grew up on the wrong side of the tracks. You don't know my family. Like, we're, we're generation after generation of alcoholics, and I just don't, I don't know, I can't, I don't know. Come on, somebody. Just hit the brakes, dude, just hit the brakes. Come on, somebody. But there's a moment where the shift happens. Oh, and you're like, you know what? This isn't so bad. Maybe I could go faster. Are you with me? Come on. And you know what? God's got more for me than this. Let's get on the freeway. Come on. Right? And you're just you're kicking that. You're dropping the hammer now. Are you with me? Right? Come on. Some of you, did anybody go see Fast? Was it Fast 9, Fast 25? I don't know what it is. Did anybody go see that this weekend? The movie theaters are open. There's some other Fast and the Furious 91 or something that's out right now. It's really, really good. I haven't seen it yet. I'm sure it's good, though. That was a fun movie when I was a kid, watching that come up. It was cool. Sift me, O oh Lord. You know, the cost of not being sifted 
is too great. The pain of being sifted is much, but the cost of not being sifted is too great. Lord, sift me. Sift me. You know what happens to a person who, who's not ready to be sifted? Because you might be in here today and you're going like, I'm not ready to be sifted. I just got through 2020. I mean, goodness gracious. Now, now I'm asking God to sift me. I don't know if I want that. The cost of not sifting, being sifted, is wandering in the wilderness for years, sometimes decades. Have you ever had those seasons in your life where you're like, I just don't want to deal with this, so I'm going to put it under the rug? I'm not going to look at that right now. You know what? I don't want to deal with it. Come on. My garage looks something like that right now. I don't want to deal with that right now. I'll get to that when I can get to it. My garage needs some sifting. But some of us, the garage of our hearts needs some sifting. And there's been junk in there for too long. And our Father God is going, God, Simon, Simon, this is going to be good for you. I want this to happen. Because when you come to repentance and you know you can't do it without me, you'll be able to encourage everyone around you. And I know that holding on to that thing feels like comfort. Holding on to that hurt justifies why I'm not getting off the couch. Come on. Holding on to that hurt and that pain has, has justified why I never accomplished what I thought I was going to accomplish. Come on, you guys got dreams? You got dreams? Are you excited about your dreams? Are you excited for one day to graduate high school and the whole world is open to you? Right? They're, they're all like, I don't trust you, Pastor Justin. You're going you're gonna to turn this around on me. Dreams are good. Dreams are good. When we hold on to our dreams and what God's called us to do, we don't let anybody or anything tell us we can't do it. Come on, I want you to do this. When, when you can get to a place where you go, Jesus, if you say that I can do this, then I can. Come on, because when circumstances, guess what? Circumstances are going to tell you you can't. They're going to tell you, you grew up in French Valley? No, man, you're supposed to grow up in Hollywood to become a director. You can't, you can't do that. Come on. But then all of a sudden when we're sitting there with, with Jesus and he says, no, I have a purpose for you. I've got a dream for you. And I want, I want, to, see you come, I want to see that come to pass. I don't know if you're like me, but when I get to the pearly gates one day, I want to hear that, that coveted phrase, well done, good and faithful servant. I, I don't need them to say, Justin, you had the biggest church in the world. That was so awesome. Right? Or you, you, you healed more people than any other person in the world. I, I don't need any of that. What I want to know is that, God, whatever you want me to do right now, sift me. Sift me. Get the junk out so we can get there faster. I want to see more of what you want to do. I don't want to see it now. So, God, sift me. You know how painful it is to be sifted quickly? Come on, somebody. When God starts getting rid of stuff quickly, pray that prayer. Ask God. Sift me, Lord. Sift me. Next week, you're going to be like, Pastor, I wish I never prayed that prayer. That was the scariest thing I ever did. That's dangerous. It's painful. All these, my, some of my friends don't want to talk to me anymore. All these things are happening. I don't know what to do. And, and, but then you're going, Lord, sift me. When you get to a place where you're going, all right, God, whatever it is, sift me of that job if that's what you want. Sift me of that house if that's what you want. Sift me of that old pain if that's what you want. Those old relationships if that's what you want. Whatever you want, Lord, I want to experience it. I want to experience it. Can I tell you when, 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 I, when I told my boss, some of you know, I, I used to make six figures in, in the corporate world. and When I told my boss I was giving up my job to be a pastor, yeah, you should have seen his face. 
full benefits, all that, you're going to give all that up. But you see, when I said, God, sift me, I want to see the fullness of what you can do. I want to see the whole thing. Can I tell you, I, I was just such the perfect Christian, just like you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. I prayed for God to show me what he wanted me to do, and, and, and I responded perfectly the whole time. Right, Chelsea? Don't, don't Ralph on the front row, okay? Don't do that. No, of course I didn't. I said, God, I want to do everything that you want me to do. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wait, like give up my security? Wait, like, like you mean like the, the paycheck that keeps coming in every single month that I can blow at Chipotle? Like that one? I don't even know people at Chipotle anymore. They like look at me like, who are you? Like I used to have friends at Chipotle. You know what I mean? But you know what? I traded those friends for Jesus. I traded, I traded what I thought was security for something so much bigger. Are you with me? Something so much more important. When I watch a young person give their life to Jesus, when I watch an old person give their life to Jesus, when I watch purpose, when I watch stuff being sifted off of people, when they start to come into church a whole bunch lighter, when they start getting excited that there's something to life. Oh, you mean, you mean I can be excited about life? I don't have to be like the rest of the world, hateful and beating up each other. We don't have to do that. We can be so full of God's love that when we walk into places, we are the light in the dark place. Are you with me? But it takes some sifting. It takes some sifting. We all want shifting, don't we? Oh, I want to shift. Come on. It's time to go to a new gear. I, thank you. Chelsea's like, wow, you are slobbering everywhere. <laughs> Almost got it onto the camera, you know. You guys got to get visual effects, you know, just like squirt water on there or something, you know. <sighs> right, Monica Harper? Come on. <sighs> She's in the dry zone. This is like SeaWorld. If you're sitting in the first ten rows. There's something that you ought to know. Sift me, O oh Lord. Sift me, O oh Lord. <sighs> something that should have been sifted years ago, God. I'm ready to give it up today. Last point this morning. I'll get my worship team up here. God loves me enough to sift me and others enough to shift me. God loves me enough to sift me and others enough to shift me. You know, the shift in your life isn't even for you. Just like, just like Peter here. So when you've repented and turned to me again, strengthen your brothers. Your shift. Your shift isn't so that you can, you can look cool in your car now. Your shift is so you can get somewhere and do something. Are you with me? It's not just so you can feel lighter and feel better about yourself. Come on. It's so that you can go and live purposeful. Is that right? Does that make sense? Are we getting that this morning? Oh, God loves me enough to sift me and others enough to shift me. Amen? When the shift isn't about you anymore. Come on, somebody. When the shift, the desire for the shift isn't about you anymore. I want, God, I want you to shift me so that I can encourage my brothers. Are you with me? Is that your prayer now? Come on. I, I see some people's faces. That, that prayer's changing, isn't it? Something's changing inside of you. You're like, you know what? I'm ready for that. I want that. You know what? I want to I be so encouraged from the Lord that I can encourage other people. Are you with me? Uh, it just pours out of you, right? It's, it's just such a beautiful thing. You ever get excited around excited people? I pray that this is the most exciting church in the, in the valley. 
that when you come in here, that people are lit and excited out of their minds. Not because, not because they're faking it. You know, it's one thing to put a smile on your face and pretend like everything's okay. But it's a whole other thing to let God sift you, get rid of the junk, and actually be okay. When somebody goes, man, why are you so happy? How is that possible? You go, I don't know. God's good. I don't know. God's good. You know what? You want to hear about my problems? Is that what you want to hear? Here, here's all the problems God got me through. Come on, are you with me? There's nothing about wrong with sharing what you've been through. But let's get through it. Let's get through it to see the fullness of what God wants to do. I love that Jesus is talking to Peter and he's letting him know this is what's about to go down. This is what's about to go down. Sometimes God knows what that old man and that old woman inside of you needs to be sifted out so that you can be shifted into the new version of you. Is anybody ready for that? You know, when I thought about this, I had this picture in my head. It's almost like watching a butterfly try to walk around like a caterpillar. Wouldn't that be ridiculous? You know, like, you just got, I, I would do it right now, but it'd be awkward, right? <laughs> I'd fall right off the stage, right? You're just like doing the worm thing, and you, just, you got this butterfly just like, yeah, here we go, we're going to do this thing, right? You know? Chelsea's like, don't do that. <laughs> don't, that's going to be a YouTube sensation right there. Yeah, right? There you go. But in the middle of all those things, that's what, when God looks at us, he's going like, no, I created you to fly. What are you doing crawling around on your belly still? What are you doing eating the junk down here when there's so much better stuff up here for you? What are you doing? I created you for great things. And you're deciding to stay on your belly? Come on, somebody. There's that shift. That shift that happens from the sifting. You know, a caterpillar never knows what they're going to be when they start building a cocoon. How could they know? There's no way to know. Never done this before. For each of us, it's the same thing. I've never done that before. I don't know if I could do that. They're asking me to be a part of the prayer team. I don't know if I could do that. I'm not sure. I've never prayed out loud before. I don't know if I could pray for other people and sound eloquent enough to have prayers actually come true. I've never done that before. You know, I've never gone to Mexico before and, 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 and loved on teenagers that aren't my own. Come on. I've, 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 never, I've never gone to a place where, where they pull girls out, out, of, out of slavery. I've never, done, I've, never, I've never experienced that. You know, I've, I've never led a small group before. I don't, I don't know if I could do that. Come on, somebody. God's calling us to sift those old mindsets. What we thought we could do. What we thought we were made for. And come to him and say, God, sift me. Sift me, oh Lord. Find anything that offends you. Get it out. As painful as it might be. see the spiritual tumors coming off of your heart right now. It's going to have to cut you open. But he's a good surgeon. He's going to cut you open delicately. He's going to pull out that stuff. But it's going to set you free. You're not a victim anymore. You're not a victim anymore. One of the things I love about Slave Free Project is that you won't see a bunch of videos 
testimonies of somebody who got saved. You know why? Because they're not exploiting victims. That's what they told us. They, they don't want to put videos out there of a girl who got saved because she's already been a victim for long enough. She doesn't need to see that again. Are you with me? The victim that's been living in you and living in me for the last amount of time does not need any more exploitation. It's time to leave that stuff here. Nobody needs to talk about it. Nobody needs to sit and, and dwell on it anymore. Well, I can't, I can't be a prayer leader because I can't lead a small group because I don't know the Bible well enough. I can't, I can't share the gospel with somebody at the mall because, come on, somebody. But we're going to leave that stuff. We're no longer victims. We're no longer slaves. We're free. We should live as free people do. Free to share the goodness of God. Free to pray for somebody right in the marketplace. Watch them get healed there and then come to church. You know what? We've been inviting people to come to church so that maybe they could get healed. Maybe they can experience something. But maybe they need to experience something so they want to come to church. Right? What if the church got mobile? Are you with me? What if the, I mean, we're as mobile as a church can possibly be, setting up and tearing down in the school. But what if the church got mobile on Monday? Oh, mobile Mondays. Come on. Right? What if we got mobile on Monday? Right? What if we went out and touched people on Tuesday, right? What if we were winning souls on Wednesday? Come on, somebody, right? What, what, if we were, what if we were quenching the thirsty on Thursday? Come on, somebody. Are you with me? And freeing people on Friday. <sighs> Saving people on Saturday. And this is a C word, so it doesn't really work, but celebrating on Sunday. It still rhymes-ish, you know, right? It starts with a C. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. If God can use a dummy like me, he can use you. Amen? Amen? If God can use a dummy like Simon Peter, he can use you. Amen? You slur your words, doesn't matter. You look funny, it doesn't matter. Right? You don't know how to talk to people, it doesn't matter. Just ask God, what do you want me to say? Tell him I love him. Okay. I just want to tell you Jesus loves you. And watch that person start crying in front of you. Like, why, why, why did you tell me to tell them you love? I don't even know. I, I feel awkward. I'm going to walk away now. I, you just keep crying there. I'll... Here, here's a card. Come to Livingstone's Church. Yeah. God bless. Start somewhere. Start somewhere. God needs your awkwardness. He does. He needs your slurred speech. Because if people can see that you can be free, and they look at you and go, if they can be free, maybe I can. They look at the hurt you've been through, the pain you've been through, the challenge you've been through, and the overcoming that you've experienced. They want to know who Jesus is. They want to know why. If, if you experienced death, if you experienced pain in your life, and you became free afterwards, that doesn't make sense. How is that possible? You should be hurting still, right? Because I'm hurting and that happened to me. Are you with me? What, what would we all do if we all just stayed in hurt when we lost something or lost someone? Are you with me? My dad passed away at 57 years old. That's young. I'm going to be 57 in 23-ish years. 22-ish years. Some of you are like, wow, you're that young? I didn't know. I drove stick. 
God, we invite you into this place. got our sifters. I know you're getting the good stuff out. Lord, help me let go of the junk. Help me to let go of the unwanted material. Father, I don't want to carry that bitterness anymore. I don't want to carry that hurt anymore. God, help me to be free so that I can encourage the people around me. If you're here this morning and you haven't given your life to Jesus, I want to give you an opportunity to do that. Because when Jesus comes into your life, it doesn't make everything perfect, right? He didn't just fix this for Simon. He didn't just go, well, I'm not going to let the enemy sift him. What he's going to do is he's going to make you more and more perfect. More and more like him start getting the junk out little by little and showing you just how beautiful you really are. Who he created you to be at its purest form. You're not a caterpillar anymore. It's time to stop living like one. It's time to fly. It's time to show the encouragement to the other caterpillars out there who haven't quite made it through that transition yet. Come on. It's time to start flying those colors that God gave you. you're here today and you haven't given your life to Jesus, this is your day. This whole thing, all the setup, all the preparation, all the work that our amazing volunteers put in was for you. It was for you watching online. It was for you. So if that's you here today with every head bowed and every eye closed, and you're saying, you know what? I want that. I want to be sifted. I want Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. I want to experience what life with Him is like. If that's you, can you raise your hand for me? Saying, I want that. I want it to be real for me. I love that, man. I love that, dude. Come on. Today's your day. Today's your day. Today's where everything changes. Leaving the junk behind. Becoming the new man. Becoming the new woman. If you're watching online, if you're watching on an interactive site, there's a button there you can push. It says, raise my hand. I'm giving my life to Jesus watch it on YouTube or Facebook or somewhere else, just message us. Send us an email. Send us something. You can find it on our website, livingstones.tv. Reach out to us. Let us know you made that commitment. But if that's you today and you're making that commitment, you want to pray something like this. Pray, Jesus, I give my life to you today. I've come to the end of myself and I can't do it alone. I repent for my sin, for my past failures. And I leave that stuff behind today. Sift it out, Lord. And make me brand new. Make me refined. Make me something beautiful, something useful, something strong, something powerful. So Jesus, I give my life to you today and all that that entails. I'm ready to walk with you each day. Show me how to be more like you. In Jesus' name I pray. All God's people said, amen. Amen. For those two gentlemen that raised your hands this morning, we have a Bible back there for you. We would love to get to know you more. We'd love to love on you. If it's your first time, definitely go back there and get your gift. Enjoy that. It's good to have a, a nice, nice, good water cup thing. If you put cold water in there, it changes colors. It's really cool. 
but we love you so, so much. We're excited. Remember, next week, don't come here. Nobody will be here and the doors will be locked. But tomorrow morning, make sure your emails are good tonight on our system because tomorrow morning we're going to send that out. It'll be on the app too where you can register and be a part of Fourth of July service. It's going to be an intimate service. So it'll be really chill. I'll probably be yelling out loud. I don't know if we're going to have a PA system or not. We'll see. But the slobber will be real. It'll be good. The hugs will be real. But if you're going to go and get your get your uh, spots for Fourth of July so you can go find a spot to sit, that's totally fine. Join us online. We'll be online, and, and I'd love to talk with you online and love on you. We love you guys. Love on somebody this week. Go be the church this week. Huh? Come on. Where's my come on, people? Come on. Come on. Oh, God is so good. We love you. Have a great week.